You're tuned in to True School Hip Hop Radio Station. I'm your host, Jonathan Constantine, Hip Hop Exorcist. It can't stop, and it won't stop. Today on the show, we got my man, Inso Uno, from my hometown, Albuquerque, New Mexico. What's up, man? What you been up to lately? Just working, uh, staying, staying on that music stuff, man. Uh, just being me, trying to be me, man, bringing the hip-hop back how we're supposed to do it. Shout-out to you for the interview, man. I do appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, no problem, man. And and now for those that don't know, I first met Insult back in the day when I worked at Library Bar and Grill as a bouncer. And, and we found out that we had a mutual acquaintance. My childhood friend, Matt, he's also an MC that goes by Bones, is, is Insult's cousin. Remember that, man, when we, when we first met? Yeah, I actually do, man. I remember... Um, I, it, it was actually the first job I ever got when I, uh, when I, I ever started working and I was at the library bar and grill and I, it was actually crazy cause you started talking about my cousin and I didn't know who we were talking about until it all clicked at once. And I was like, man, you know, my family and we all been in the hip hop scene for a long time. So it's really cool. I mean, man, I can't, I can't say it enough to see how this has grown. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, man. And, and, you know, we got along real good because we just started chopping it up and talking about hip-hop and he was into hip-hop. And, yeah. and I actually went over a couple of times and recorded some stuff at your studio. Uh, do you remember helping me out there a little bit? Yeah, I do, when man. I remember. Like, yeah, you live like right down the street from me, like literally a block away. Yeah, I remember. That was actually the first studio setup I ever got. And we actually did a lot of the, the stuff you see on my online, um, a lot of the music you see me, anything that's on my SoundCloud, I recorded in that studio. We did a lot of work in that studio, man. That was, that's, man, that that reminds me of those days, man. That's crazy. I'm like, yeah, I remember helping yeah. you too, doing those tracks, man. That's right, nuts. right. Right, right. Time goes, time goes by pretty fast, man. I mean, it's, uh, it's just crazy. As I get older, it just seems like time goes by faster and faster, but... Now, for those in the audience that aren't really familiar with Inso Uno, uh, he's a battle rapper. So tell us how you got into that and how hip-hop impacted you growing up. Tell us a little bit about your background growing up. Well, uh, man, to be honest with you, shout out to my parents first off, because without them, y'all wouldn't be talking to me. I wouldn't be doing this interview. Um, I got into hip-hop when I was young. I don't know if a lot of y'all remember Channel 56, The Box. Um, I don't know if you remember right. that, man. That, that's old school. I remember that, yeah. Um, I got in. I got into it. I, my very first rap song I ever heard was Bone Thugs and Harmony, um, East 1999, right. man. And that I remember. I, it's crazy too. I remember the hip hop impacted my life so much that I wanted to tell everybody about it. And I, I, I've been. I was so passionate about music before I even started rapping that I, I was promoting other other rappers just to help promote the scene and help help it grow. I don't know if you remember the shows that we had at uh, at Paparazzi. It was real crazy, man. And uh, I just to tell you honestly, I got into the battle rap thing, man, because I heard um, Idea. I don't know, uh, man, R.I.P. That dude was one one ridiculous MC Idea. Right. I heard him on a couple of the old school um, like Desert Heat battles and like the No Name Leagues that came out, and he murdered this dude murdered this cat like bodied him it was one of the illest one of the illest battles i've ever heard and from then on i was hooked i wanted i wanted to bring that i wanted to bring that that fire and um shout out to everybody that's out in albuquerque right now to doing this uh there's a actually uh ronnie my boy ronnie is 
at an event right now in Phoenix, the No Excuses 4, I believe it is. He's actually battling for the league right now, too, and putting on for New Mexico as well. Shout-outs to him. Um, but the, the, battle rap, the battle rap thing for me, man, it's more the love of the hip-hop and the, the, the old-school street freestyles where people like, I, I don't know if you remember, you and my cousin used to, I, I've heard stories and I've heard some tapes that's one thing that I wanted to talk to is I heard some tapes and some stuff that my cousin had shown me that you guys recorded a while back, like off of a tape player. And it it was crazy. Right, right, right. right. It it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Matt, when we were kids, we used to listen to to NWA and Eazy-E. And and man, I remember listening to Nobody Move by Eazy-E on on his, on his Easy Does It album. And we would like recite that song. And I, I still know that song by memory now, but, Back in the day when it was cassette tapes, we would just we would we would take the cassette tape and just flow over it. But back then they didn't have instrumentals available, you know, uh, unless you got like the single and then you got the back of it. But as kids, we would come up with our own raps. I remember one time we went to Pick and Save. Remember Pick and Save back in the day? That was like the big lots back in the day. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and um, yeah, he lived right by Pick and Save, right there on Central, um, right where the um. What do you call it, man? Uh, the Bob's Burgers is right there. Uh, yep. on, on I think a Trisco, a Trisco in Central, and 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 we went to that. You know, we were little kids, and we we would go dumpster diving in the back of the Pick and Save, and and one day we went to the Pick and Save, and and we're we're looking for some cookies, and and they had them all boxed up in boxes. So we we're opening the box, and this the security guard comes up to us, and he flashes his badge, and this is some some nickel pig. You know what I'm saying, dude? And he's like, "What are you kids doing over here?" And we were mad, man, and we just we just we like, I think we flipped him off, man, or something, and and we went back and wrote a rap about that. Me, Matt, and Adam, man, and we wrote a rap about that and recorded it on tape. You know, yeah. uh, talking yeah, about our yeah. experience with Dude, that's yeah, so man. That's the exact same tape that they showed me, bro. Right, that, yeah, right, right. About the security guard. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. man. So, as, as a kid, you know, I mean, I really didn't get into it seriously until I became a teenager. But I was about eight or nine years old at that time, man. And that, that, that was like, it was a way to express myself. You know, the thing about hip hop to me, it's like therapy. I yep. don't know if it's like that way for you, you know? Yep. So, that's, so that's you how know. It's, always been, it's always been a form of release for me because, like, I'll be honest, like, my, I, I was a crazy kid when I was younger, you know what I mean? I mean, I got involved in a lot of dumb stuff when I was young and, I didn't have I didn't have a way to release the anger that I was building up as a kid because I, I didn't really have that great of a life when I was growing up. You know what I mean? It is what it is, but it was my form of release to show everybody like, hey, I'm still here. I'm working on being a better person, and that was that was my form of release to show people that I'm not going to give up. You know what I mean? Because at, at the yeah, time yeah. I was I wasn't doing well, so um, to then. Uh, a lot of albums got me through. A, Tech Nine was a really big influence for me when I started getting into the music and doing tracks and trying to pick up my flow to where it was more consistent and better delivery and better content. Like, I, I studied a lot of those tracks when I was young. Nas is one of my favorite artists as well. The battle rap thing is what got me is because when I heard Idea and then I heard of all these all these cats just started popping up out of nowhere, like shout out to King of the Dot and everybody else, like Disaster right. and and DNA. Yeah. They had they I mean King it was Sol- it, uh, Iron Solomon. Iron Solomon's another guy. Yeah, and Iron Man, Iron Solomon, that dude is a monster too, you know what I mean? So oh. it was one of those it was one of those where I wanted to step back and put I wanted to be 
that MC that everyone was like, man, when insult battles, you don't like, you don't want to battle him. You know what I mean? And I've I've worked my way up. I'm not great. I mean, there's cats that are way harder on their punchlines, better delivery, but at the same time, this this battle rap thing, man, is what I it's what I do. It's what I love. You know what I mean? So that that's why I, that's why I picked it up is because even when I was doing graffiti. I was doing graffiti with a friend of mine when I was younger, and I used to be real big into it. We always used to bump all the idea and abilities, and those cats were on tracks and doing battle rap. So those were always our, like that was someone I looked up to. Idea was is one of my main influences when you hear my music. Yeah, yeah, and Idea is straight out of Albuquerque too, Native American cat. That I've seen him on quite a few occasions, rock shows, man, and and he puts in a lot of work, man. And you know, like you were saying, studying like a Tech Nine and stuff, and. I've seen tech live and that guy is disciplined and that's what people don't understand that are outside the culture is that this, this, uh, you know, craft that we got called MC and is like, it's discipline. You got to do hours and hours and hours of practice. I know sometimes when I show people my rhymes just off the fly, they're like, how do you memorize all that? I'm like, that's hours and hours of practice. You yeah, know? That's and people don't understand that, you know? And, and the, 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 that's what, yeah, I, I wanted to touch on that too, is because with battle rap, a lot of people don't understand is when you do battle rap, they, so when they booked the show, like, so we just did a foundations card, shout out to Slate Gunther. I just battled him. Uh, I, I believe it was a week and a half ago. We did the foundations card for UBR. He was a good, good MC. He w- needed to work on his delivery, but a lot of people don't understand is when you do this battle rap stuff, it, you ha- there's months of preparation. There's months of me online studying my, my opponent. When I battled Slate, I was online for, a good four weeks, five weeks before I even started my verses. I needed to build up what I had against him. And I, I, I brought it. Everyone said I was, I was honest. And, but in my opinion, and, and I'm sure you could agree with this, is when you hear yourself flow, you're like, man, I could do, I could do 100 times better than that. But that's just right. what I thought, right? You know what I mean? And the right. battle rap, that's my thing, is the battle rap is what amazes me, man, is because there's, it's always integrating. It's always growing. It's always progressing. I remember when it was just one-on-one battle raps, and now we have team, like, three-on-three battle rap matches going on, team deathmatch battles going on. Like, it's crazy how how insane it's grown. You know what I mean? Yeah, and, and battle rap's been around since, like, the days when LL Cool J dissed Cool Modi. You know? <laughs> yeah. and, 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 then, and then you got, like, guys like Supernatural, you know, and then you got guys like Karis One who, like, straight up took PM Dawn off the stage and, like, finished their concert. Like, he didn't even want to battle him. He's like, I'm taking over your concert, and I'm like, I'm not going to show you that you're like a punk, you know? So, so battle rap's always been there in hip-hop. It's just not, it's, it's just not commercialized a lot. It's, it's more on the underground, and that's what I like about it. But, you know, being that battle rap kind of gets a bad rap for being, like, negative, how do you think it contributes to the hip-hop culture? And, and what would you like to see it going forward as, as, as far as, like, you know, making the culture better? I see it contributing to the culture of, of keeping that original art alive because, uh, like you said, a lot of it's become uh, more – a lot of it's become more uh, commercialized. And you're – like, I don't know if you've heard some of the newer tracks that are coming on the radio, like that dude Little Yachi. Oh, wow. And, and wow. like, you can barely understand, like – um, I don't know if you're aware of the video that Hobson came out with, but Hobson came out with a video where he was in the video just mumbling to a beat, and he had all kinds of flashy stuff around him, so it made the, it, it made the video look cool, and it made the song look cool, 
just because of the video. You know what I mean? That's how these dudes are marketing it, and that's what irritates me is battle rap, battle rap is underground, and I would love to see it go mainstream. Like King of the Dot, uh, shout out to Organic right. DNA and Disaster and all those cats up and up north doing the thing, you know what I mean? But Fresh Coast, and there, there's a hundred leagues, UBR, Desert Coast, um, all the cats in down south in Kentucky, shout out to them, shout out to my homie Slimmy down there to hold those battles too, but it contributes it contributes to what to what needs to stay original in my opinion. I'll leave it at that. Is hip hop contributes as it it keeps that art alive to where that's never gonna die. Because yeah, we're gonna have little Yachi out here with the oh my friends are dead, come push me to the edge and that that right there uh, everybody loves, but when I can go and look online and say underground rap battles and all the original art comes up that I don't have to sit here and listen to stupid kids jump around on stage, it, right. it helps me. It, it, it helps me. Yeah, and, and uh, what I got to say about battle rappers, these guys are mad intelligent. Like, you look at, like, a, like you are saying, a disaster or, like, a Iron Solomon. These guys, like, talk about science. They talk about history. They talk about, like, subjects that you learn in school and stuff as ammunition. To, to, yeah. to come against their opponent. And it's not just some stuff that they're saying. I mean, just the clever ways that they put the words together is cool. But, but I mean, I saw, like, Disaster versus Iron Solomon, and he was, like, going down the elemental table of how iron doesn't, you know, doesn't fit. You know what I'm saying, dude? And, like, dissing him with some science. And I'm like, that must have taken him, like, hours to study that. You know what I'm saying, dude? And, like, come against Iron Solomon with something like that. But, like, yeah, the, the king of the dot, man, I definitely have, have been hip to that. You know, I mean, I don't think it'll ever get to a commercial point because it is so rugged and raw. And, you know, you got the censorship guys uh, that want to try to keep it uh, as clean as possible. Not that they're always successful at that, but, but you know, we just got to keep it moving, man. And, and, and you were talking about Nas earlier that, that he was a big influence on you. Now, I know that you respect hip-hop all across the board from new school to old school. But Lonzo Ball from the L.A. Lakers recently made a comment that new guys like Future and you're saying like Yachty are, are real hip-hop and that guys like Nas are in particular are no longer a relevant voice. What do you have to say about that, man? Wow. I, I didn't even know about that. Um, in, in my opinion, I'm, when I was growing up, I grew up in the time where Nas and Jay-Z were in that beef. You know what I mean? So everybody paid attention to what they were saying. And when Wu-Tang got involved and then you had the Tupac and the Biggie Smalls, those, those names are never going to die, in my opinion. With them saying right. that, uh, the, with them saying like Future and Little Yachty and all these other cats are the, are the future of hip-hop and all that, yes, yeah, it is what it is because these kids are so lost in, in, in the music. They don't care. It's just something for them to dance to. But at the yeah, same it's, time... It's like a business. Exactly, and for the same, and and for him to say that those that he's, I'm sorry, you said he was irrelevant. Is that what you said? Is that he that has he's said? irrelevant? Yeah, that, that he's irrelevant now. That he's that he's not a relevant voice. Well, in my opinion, I don't know if anyone paid attention to his. I, I don't know if he would make that if he heard that Nas, the last album that Nas dropped, he. Uh, right, I did. He 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 made a whole bunch of money off of it. I don't know exactly how many copies were sold, but I know it was over like a million. And they, uh, he donated um, half of the proceeds from his album to the hurricane release and to the stuff that was going on down south. You're not going to see a commercial hip-hop. When was the last time you saw someone down in Houston that like Lil Wayne throwing money around talking about all donated, all donated? 
you're not going to see that. No, with Nas, no. in my opinion, no. with, when, with Nas, I see him. I see him still being relevant only on the simple fact of you put Nas and Lil Yachty on the stage and say, no beats, no dancing, you need to spit some bars. And here's some bars. Um, that that would be what would get me. That would be what would get me right. to 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 well, respect we, any of these new cats because little, Nas would murder Little Yachty on the mic. You know what I mean? Yeah, and the, you know the thing is, uh, I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm an MC myself. I've been 25 years in this game, dude, as an MC, and I'm very critical about hip hop in general and, and people trying to bring it, bringing the ruckus, but. But, you know, these guys, man, it's just a business to them, you know, and they, they have a tendency to kind of disrespect the guys that pave the way and say, oh, well, it's all about the future. Now, now, yep. now, trends change every 10 years. Now, we look at, we just came out of, like, the Dirty South trend. Nobody's really listening to that anymore. And now we got the trap rap that's been around for, for quite a bit, you know, over eight years or so. That, that trend is out, out the door pretty soon and, and in two or three years. And those guys are going to be no names, but like the Nas's and like you said, the Biggies and the Puns and the and and you know the Big L's and those those guys are never going to die, man. You know those guys are legends, whether they're yeah. doing it or not. That's that doesn't matter, man. And if they are doing it, like you said, Nas is still selling millions and talking about relevant issues of society. And that's the thing is, is Nas is a conscious MC. You know, he's not yeah. just there talking about a bunch of garbage. He's trying to he's trying to enlighten people to to what's going on in society, and he. He, he has a, a tendency to bring controversial subject matter when it comes to racism or, or, or anything that we're dealing with way before even the paparazzi or, or, or maybe even the media gets its hands on it. He's already talking about that stuff. You know, he's yeah. already ahead of the game of, of talking about those, those social issues and the social ills that, that we deal with because, A, he went through them, and, B, that's something that hip-hop's meant to be to use to bring awareness to. You know? Yeah, no, I feel you. And, and see, that that's what I like about Nas and those older cats is they still, like you said, they still bring the awareness to the issues that need to be brought up. Like, no one cares that you can go and drink a gallon of lean, pop four Xanax, and be walking around with a gun talking about you're a rapper. That's, that, that's, not, <laughs> what the art, that's not what the art was started for, you know what I mean? I, I, I was always brought up on the bars and the content and how you, how you present yourself as an MC. And to me, a lot of these new cats, I always, I don't listen to the radio. You're not going to hear me listen to, to you're not going to hear me listen to the Despacitos and the, the, all the other stuff that's on the radio because that's, it's so commercialized. You can't, I can't respect it. I, I grew up on that real hip hop, the Wu-Tang, the Nas, the puns. Like I was jamming Capital Punishment the other day. That's pun, one of Big Puns' right. albums. Big you know pun, what I mean? right. And, and he. And, and he, the thing is, all those albums. Yeah, all those albums, like, from front to back, from, from beginning to end, were classic. Every joint was, was fire, you know? Yeah. And now, you just, like, you got albums that's, like, one or two songs are all right, and they're not really blowing my mind. Like, you know, I, I, I worked with this guy um, a while back, and, and they would let us play music at our work, and he'd be bumping J. Cole, and he's like, oh, J. Cole's the best thing that ever happened. But when I'm listening to it, it's not really mind-blowing. It's just like he's talking, you know? Yeah. It, it takes a lot to impress me. You know what I'm saying, dude? It takes a lot lot to like i need my mind blown i need you to take me to like a whole nother dimension where earth doesn't even exist type style you know yeah. what i'm saying bro that's how i've always been is like um like uh, with the going kind of back to the the battle rap thing there's a lot of these cats that when we started well, actually they started this ubr league out here 
they brought us all into it, and then a bunch of these cats were getting picked up from New Mexico to go fly out and do these other battles because of the content that they were spitting. It wasn't because they could jump on stage and go, oh, yeah, 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 make some noise, because when you're in the, when the, the battle rap thing, that's what everyone tells you. I want my mind blown. I want, I want to be able to have to sit here and think about that bar that you just spit to understand what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, the, the ooh moments, like, oh, you hear that in the crowd in a lot of battle raps, like the oh, you know, like, did he just say that? You know what I'm saying? No, and, yes, and I remember right. just, I remember, like, when I, when I, when I picked up Redman's Dare is a Dark Side, you know, that's yeah. one of my favorite classics of all time. I mean, dude, he was just spitting on a whole other level that no one else is doing and just the stuff he was saying, like, you know, uh, you know, I make the cream like Nogzeem and, and the way he was doing stuff and saying, I mean, it was just those ooh moments, and you don't get that a lot from the trap rap scene, in my opinion. You don't get those yeah. ooh moments from the guys that are, that are doing it in the commercial scene. It's like, I, it's going to die. It's, it's not, it doesn't have the longevity. I could agree with that because, like, you, like you, you don't hear, like, you hear about the song selling of Lil Yachty. You hear about them, oh, this is being played here, this is number one here, but a majority of the time, it, it's nothing, I don't know how you would say it, it's nothing that you want to sit there and go, oh, man, this is awesome. I want to sit here and jam this song every day. You know what I mean? When I picked up my, right. one, of my, one of my very, very first albums that I ever picked up, um, it was actually a, a tape that my mom had got me when they first, first dropped them was the Wu-Tang Clan 36 Chambers. And that right there was a hit front right. and back. Uh, Biggie. Um, born ready or ready to die. That was a hit front to back. You know what I mean. And when you hear about it, those were the ones where you were sitting there listening to the tracks, going, "Oh my God, did he just say that?" Like that. That was what got me. Right. It, that was that's what got got a hold of me. Was the was the punchlines, the reactions, the the oh man, that was sick. You know what I mean. Like you have to sit back and pay attention yeah. to it. Thing. It's a whole other experience that younger cats don't understand. It's a whole other experience that younger cats understand. You know, I think right now it's just like most of it is like reputation. Well, I buy a bunch of stuff. I own a bunch of cars and I screw a bunch of chicks. And like that's kind of played out. Like in the beginning, that was okay. Like you had the Puff Daddies and like the people talking about the, you know, popping the Cristal and the Tangeray and, and, you know, whatever, throwing the trains on chicks or whatever. But it's like that was cool when it was first out because it was new. But, like, now it's kind of, like, in my opinion, played out. You know what I'm saying, dude? Yeah, You got to move yeah. beyond just the, the – the, 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 move beyond the, just the consumerism mentality because anybody can be a consumer. You know what I'm saying, dude? Anybody can be a consumer and buy a bunch of stuff, and, and it's like, that doesn't impress me. You know, I don't care how much cars right. you own and, and how big your property is and, and how much monetarily you're successful, you know? Yeah, that's that's what gets me is like if you can keep it how it's how original like it's supposed to be, like how I grew up. That's the art that I respect. I can't respect the new art. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I was talking with Epidemic uh, last night. He was an MC on the show, and I brought up the subject of Christians doing battle rap, whether that was okay or not. So, what's your take on that? And are there any Christian battle rappers that you're aware of that can go toe to toe with the others in the in the battle rap scene? You. You know, I've I've actually been asked this, and I'm sure a couple of UBR cats that do battle rap have been asked this too, because this I've heard this question a couple times, brought up on a couple other interviews. But the what I say is the Christian the Christian MC 
is welcome in my book anywhere. Because if if you can come into a realm that, like you said, let's be real, battle rap is is disrespectful, it's rude. You talk a lot of smack about the other person. You know what I mean. And if you can do it in a positive way, and still project what you preach, I, I can't hate on that. You know what I mean. And to yeah, see yeah. about you, are, are you aware of any? That go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, man. No, but um, I actually I am. I, if I'm not mistaken, I've heard that there's two battle rappers out of Texas. Uh, one dude named Pyrex and another cat. They they call him Elmay. Um, but he uh, Pyrex, yeah, yeah. Py, Pyrex has been coming up for a while now. He's been doing a lot of that stuff. Um, I was actually at the uh, Seven. Um, I don't know if you know who Seven is. I'm sure you're aware of him. Uh, Seven I, 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 and the, exactly. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian MC, so I know. I know the Christian team really well, Seven, and he's, like, with Bizzle and Hog Mob and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They actually were in Albuquerque uh, about a month ago, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, those dudes are really humble and cool cats, but Illuminate, I don't know if you've heard of him. I'm sure you have. Like you said, you're, you're in the, I know the Illuminate team. Is. Yeah, Illuminate, uh, he, I was actually talking to him about the battle rap thing, and he was telling me that when he first stepped into the scene, that's how he got into it was through the battle rap thing, and then he saw that he could project himself right. and what he believes in with Seven and what they do with Hog Mob and money over, I mean, the, uh, I, I I always preach it, God over everything, because uh, at the end of the day, that's God all we've got. Yeah, 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 you got it. You remember when I took you, I t- I, actually, I took you to your first uh, Christian hip-hop concert, right? Remember that when I took you to go see the Unashamed Tour with Lecrae, Andy Minio, Tadashi, and Tripoli? Now, tell me about that experience when you first experienced that on that kind of level of doing something of, a, of an excellent show. And tell me how that impacted you, man, and, and, and how you viewed Christian hip-hop back in the day. Man, uh, to, to be honest with you, to answer that, first, that last question you just said, when, before I before I was introduced to you and the actual Christian hip hop scene, I, I was I was flabbergasted. Um, I I didn't know what to take of it because I always grew up with the 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 thugs and the Easy E's and the NWAs and the like the stuff that we grew up on Prodigy, like the gangster stuff. So when you hear somebody right. come out and project themselves with like, oh, honestly, that changed a, a big perspective on my hip hop belief when you took me to that concert because that's after that is when I started hearing about the, the Christian hip hop scene coming up more and more like Trip Lee shout out to Trip Lee I actually got his album that he just bought uh, or he just dropped the last album that is a hit front to back that dude's a monster Lecrae that dude is a monster um, when I heard that man that changed, that changed a really big perspective because like I said I grew up thinking that it it wasn't something that could be taken into the scene. You're not the Christian hip hop right. wasn't gonna be accepted because it's always so street. Hip hop is brought up in the streets. And if you can integrate the streets with the Christian belief and still bring that to the table in an ill manner to where people can respect that, you can't hate on it. You can't. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that I'm glad that that you went to me with went with me to that concert and I wanted to expose you to that because I know you know, we've had occasions to talk about spiritual matters, and, and you know, I've always been a Christian, and 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 as far as you've known me, but but I'm glad you went to that because I wanted to expose you to something else that was like, you know, done in quality because the concert was off the hook, right? Remember that concert, the Unashamed Tour? Oh, man, man, that concert was insane. That was like one of the oh, I've never been to a Christian hip hop concert that was that live. 
Right. Nobody was in there drunk. No one was in there lighting up weed. No one was in there mad, having a good time. Everybody was at the stage paying attention to these dudes rapping. And that's what I respected is they brought yep. it back to the original art of where when yeah, it, you it was, can, it was about the you, love. There was no hating. Yeah, and when you can control a crowd like that, like Triple E, when he came out on stage, it was crazy. The whole crowd erupted. And for that to happen, I was just like, I, I couldn't even believe it. I was like in amazement. I was like, these dudes are Christian hip-hop artists and have a bigger following than most of these mainstream artists that you hear. You know what I mean? And when Lecrae, when Lecrae came up, when Lecrae came up, it was that was my thing. I I respect that man. God bless him. That dude runs his life awesome. I I respect everything that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, man. I'm I, I'm I'm glad you went with me, man. I really appreciate your friendship, man. You know, and and I'm from Albuquerque. He's from Albuquerque. You're you're currently up in Belen right now, though. You said right. So I know personally that Albuquerque is a rough spot to get your name out there when it comes to music because there's an overabundance of talent and not enough support for the talent. So what efforts do you do you make to, to make Inso Uno a household name in hip-hop? Man, I, to be honest with you, I, I, I took the, the vow of never being a hater again. So as you said, in Albuquerque, if no one knows, um, in Albuquerque, everybody's out for themselves. Everybody won't work together yeah. and no, no one wants to unite to actually right. push a bigger scene. But there are some cats like David Wade, Diverse, shout out to Diverse. He's actually about to go on a tour right now. Um, Draymond and Charles X are about to go on a tour right now. Those cats, I, I can I can say they unite themselves. They don't hate on anyone. They stay and man, shout out to Truth. I'm sorry, I'm sitting here talking and not even promoting my friend. Shout out to True Rhymes Uniquely Teaching Honesty. If y'all don't yeah. know who he is, that was the first interview that my boy John C. did, and y'all need to just put it in Google, look him up on Spotify, Amazon, all that stuff. Go check out my boy True Rhymes. I apologize. I have, I was supposed yeah, to say yeah. that at the beginning, but uh, I, I see him. I see the uh, man. I don't know how to say it. You, when I got introduced to all of the the art, the form what I knew as a hip-hop artist and still seeing it progress and still, I for a good four years, I pushed shows at a club called Paparazzi Nightclub. It was off of Coors and Irving on the west side of Albuquerque. Right. We, used, we used to just book shows right. just, to, just to get people out and performing. Shout-out to Envy. Um, a lot of these cats I remember that are coming up in Albuquerque now, um, I was, I've was i been doing the scene for a long time. Like John C. said, he's been in it 25 years. I'm uh, going to be 29 this year, and I've been doing music since I was 16 in Albuquerque. So I try and do what I do to work with everybody is I just tell them I don't want to hate with you. I don't charge for features. I don't charge for shit that I don't need to charge for. You know what I mean? I want to progress. I want to progress yeah. the movement. I want to progress the Southwest as a whole. I don't want anybody to think that if someone comes up, no one else is going to come up. You know what I mean? When when New Mexico when when New Mexico can unite as a whole, that is when we'll be become a household name. But that's part of the reason is I stepped out of that scene to work on my craft and work on myself as an MC. So I didn't have the Albuquerque backdrop as everyone hating if I put a track up or if I'm putting a freestyle video up on my yeah. Facebook, someone's not going to talk smack about right. it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that, right, I, right, right. And, 
Oh, yeah. I, I experienced the same thing. You know, I had a group called Ill Eagle Aliens with Vertex the Wordsmith. And, um, I mean, they wouldn't even let us to Bert's Tiki Lounge. They were trying to, like, hey, and then I would do shows, and then they'd send spies. Like, I remember tubers came up one time to our shows, and they weren't there to support. They're just, like, spying on us to see what we're doing and stuff. And, and that's what really bothered me about Albuquerque. It's like, you know, because Albuquerque really is kind of like a podunk town, man. And it's like, if, if people would unite instead of hate on each other and try to compete, I think there's power in numbers, man. And, and, and Albuquerque really could, with the artists that it has, blow up as good as, it, as good as it can. If people just got along together and tried to help each other, promote each other's stuff, instead of competing to, like, step over another person. I mean, um, a lot of people would say, because you're a battle rapper and you're putting people down, you know, you don't have that heart. But I know you personally, and you help me record stuff for free. You know what I'm saying, dude? And, and like you're saying, you don't you don't charge for features. You you know, whenever there's an event, you try to put people on, and and that's that's the that's a stereotype of of cats that are battle rappers is that oh well they're trying they're they're just haters. That's not the truth, man. You you can't look at what's on the surface. You got to look at the heart of the situation and know the person personally. So, so what was your favorite battle that you've been involved in, and and what, who was your most difficult opponent? You know, I actually had uh, I, you. You told me you had watched the Chapo De Niro battle. That was that right. was one. That was one that got me uh, personally because uh, shout out to Edward Rodriguez. That's uh, Chapo De Niro. Get him on Facebook. Um, he 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 opened me up a little bit more. That was one of the first battles that I did in the foundation card. I'm actually trying to step into another foundation card coming up, but. My hardest opponent probably would have had to be Slate Gunther, the dude that I just battled this past one. Um, he had really good bars and he had really good structure with his with his delivery, but it was a little too fast. He sounded like Ritz when he was rapping. But um, he right. he his content is what got to me, and I always I'm always one of those types of guys where I'm like I can do better. I can make myself work a lot harder than I was on this battle to make myself sound better on the, on the next battle. But my, my toughest opponent, I would call Slate Gunther, and my best battle that I've ever thought I've done on was the Chapo De Niro one. Um, I did battle a dude named yeah, Vision. Yeah. I battled Vision. Shout out to uh, my homie Visions. He he, me and him did a pretty good battle. It was a fun one. But um, I, I just try and stay active, man. I'm I'm gonna y'all are gonna hear a lot more from us. The UBR is gonna be coming up a lot stronger out of Albuquerque. I do promise you that. Um, shout out to my stud Dan K. Uh, Keith, um, Brad, everybody that keeps the UBR league alive and going in the art alive, man. Straight up, man. And it's, you you hear you hear insults over here. Uh, you know you hear him shouting out to a lot of people, and he's not doing that just to say, oh well, I got connections and look who I know. He's doing that because he really loves people, man. He 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 loves the scene. He loves the art. He loves the culture. And he's about furthering it and helping anybody else do the same thing, right? Am I am I right? Insult, man. You couldn't have said it better, man. I I I told I took a vow when I was 16 that music would be my life, and since then I've made every effort to keep it in my life and make sure that I stay relevant with it. So I, I you could have said that you couldn't have said it better, John. I I do appreciate you. Yeah, no problem. And how do you prep yourself for a battle? I know you went into that a little bit, but let's get into more details of how you prep yourself for a battle and where do you draw your material from beforehand? Do you, do you do written and off the tops on the day of the battle? 
you know, a lot of the cats that do get into the foundation battles, they'll sit there and, um, like, Chapo De Niro. Um, if y'all get a chance, get on. That was an older battle that I had done with the dude from New York. He's from Washington Heights. He stays out in Albuquerque now, though. But um, that battle, um, that dude freestyled all of his rounds. You can tell if you look it up. Just put Info Uno on YouTube, and um, it should be the first – Actually, it should be the very first battle that shows up. All my other battles are going to be uploaded in the next two weeks as well. So just so you guys can see what cool, I do cool, and, and how I do. But with preparing, what I usually do is I'll study the opponent on Facebook. I'll see what they're talking about. I'll see what they're posting. Social media is really active, and it's crazy how much social media has been brought into Battle Rap. But I, I, right. study, I study Facebook. I study um I studied the, anything I can figure out about my opponent. I'll ask around in the scene, like when I battle Slate Gunther. And that's the advantage. I, yeah, when I battle when I battle yeah. Slate Gunther, I, I asked around in the scene in the UBR league. Hey, does anybody know who this dude is? No one knew who he was. So when he stepped out and actually spit some pretty all right bars, everybody was like, okay, all right, all right, I'll take you serious. You know what I mean? But. When I do my research, what I always look for is the weaknesses of, of their art. You you claim to be hip-hop. You claim to be street. You claim to be the dude out here busting guns and stuff, and you're not doing none of that. You know what I mean? So I'm the guy that's going to go out and dig into my research. I'm going to go talk to his friends. I'm going to find people who don't like him and see what they think about him. You know what I mean? That in depth, I've heard a dude like Ronnie, my homie, he's in Phoenix right now. He's been preparing for this battle with Flo Galumbo for, if I'm not mistaken, close to like two months or a month at that. So he didn't really have yeah. that much. He didn't have that much time. And what they do is they set up the battles and then they tell you your opponent. So you have that little bit of time before the battle. They'll say the right. battle's August 16th. So on August 16th, before August 16th, you need to have three solid rounds at a minute apiece sounding good so you can get in there and kill it you know what i mean but with my research i always want to make sure that i dig until i can't dig anymore you know what i mean yeah 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 and uh, we were talking about that last night with epidemic he was saying the advantage that battle rappers have now is because of the, the media and the and the social media and, and he said you know cats like you know back in the day of ll cool j's day or or the cool moji they would like make fun of their clothes or it had to be on the spot and 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 battle raps evolved over time because what they would do they would do it in clubs and they'd have a beat and you'd have to freestyle it off your mind and i remember i did a couple of battle raps i think the last battle that i actually did was with dirty spoons in new, Me in new mexico and um you know i battled him and um uh and, and i i got to the it was me and him was the last guys i think there was like maybe about eight guys in the battle and me and him were the last battle and um you know, he won, I think, is because he had more friends than me there. I only had, like, two boys there, and he's got, like, 10 or 11 guys. Not to disrespect, you know, his skills and stuff like that, but when we were doing it back then, and this was back in, man, 2003, 2002, and, um, you know, they yeah. put the beat on, and I just did it off the top of my head. But now you got it where there's no beat and it's written. You know, so, I, I you know, tell me how, how the evolution of, of battle rap is changing, and and do you like it, or do or 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 do you think it, it should it should go both ways, like with the beat or without the beat, and which one which which battles are better? C, 
See, when I when I first stepped into Battle Rap, we had done a show. It was called Last Mike Standing, and it was at a, a local venue here in, in Albuquerque. And the those battles were all to a beat. They were all timed, and it was all off the top of the dome. Now, pe- more people showed up to see that because of the aspect of what we were bringing, freestyle rap to where it was off the top, no written, no nothing. You had to come with it fresh like you did with your battle against Dirty Spoons. By the way, I heard about that battle, and I do believe you won. No disrespect to Dirty Spoons, but I did hear about that battle. But the the evolution, I see it, it and it's progressed so much in in the time that it's been out. That the, the the evolution that I see it going, man, is is it's it's not going to stop. It's it's a snowball that's still growing and it's still running downhill at full speed. So jumping jumping into into it at this point, I've always loved the aspect of it. So I want to see it grow to a point of not being commercialized, but being respected more of an art. Like you hear about how, like you were saying earlier, with that one uh, dude that made the quote about future and Lil Yachi being the future of rap. You, I, I don't want yeah. that. See, I don't want that to be the battle rap. I want it to be recognized as like that's real hip hop. That's what we need to be doing. We don't need to listen to this dude yeah. jump around in front of a Lamborghini and say he's got money. You know what I mean? That's why yeah. I, I want to. And you know, a lot up. of the, yeah, and a lot of the new cats that are coming out. We we're talking about the second golden uh, uh, age of hip hop coming up. You know, you got guys like Mad Squabbles. I don't know if you've heard of him. Uh, Mad Squabbles and, and, and Justin Freeman and, and, and Afro. And these guys are taking it to a whole other levels where they're getting like 10 million hits on their videos. And when you watch the video, it's just them busting a rhyme. There's no, uh, there's no chicks around with bikinis. There's no people, you know, drinking beer and partying. It's just the, the MC with the backdrop, maybe in a neighborhood or like by a truck or like by a subway. And that's all they need. You know, and that's what I love about that, that those guys is that they don't need the hype. They don't need the bling and they don't need the, 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 show, the showmanship that most of these guys that view hip-hop as a business rather than an art um, to represent. And, you know, that's what I really love about it, man. You know, yeah, and, and, and it, that's something that I appreciate. I, I could agree with you on that because that's where, like, I actually know who you're talking about, the dude Afro. I've heard a couple of his his uh, videos on YouTube and some of the stuff I've seen on Facebook of him. And the dude's a monster, you know what I mean? And that's what, like you were saying, is it, it's not respected as much as it should be with the commercialized rap that it's, that's coming out now. So with the, the true hip-hop heads and the cats that have been doing this with the graffiti, the scratching, the breaking, I mean, Albuquerque is such a big hip-hop city it's it's crazy but the division is what kills it you know what i mean and that's what bringing bringing the real hip-hop back to where it's more unity and respect than anything that's what we need you know what i mean because once we get the respect we'll get everything else that comes with it and i i I don't want to be i'm not i'm not in this i'm not making music to feed my family. I work a job. I work a nine to five. You know what I mean? Right. I make sure my family is good yeah. and I do, this, I do this as an art for myself. This is something as a release. Hip hop has always been something that I've been passionate about because of the art form. You know what I mean? So that's why yeah, I yeah. want to, I would, love to see, I would love to see hip hop grow just in general. The hip hop scene is, is coming back. The old school stuff is coming back. It is. And, and I would it love is. to see. 
I would love to see the, the older stuff come back and be the the Beatles of our time, you know what I mean? And see, like, yeah. um, and see idea disaster in those when I'm when I'm 50 years old and my son's going who's a who's a bad rapper that you know and I can put an idea and show him something on YouTube that's sick you know what I mean or go and put on yeah. uh, 30 36 chambers and actually let him listen to it you know what I mean that's when that's when yeah. I'll understand hip hop as a whole if that makes sense. <laughs> Yeah, and you know, I think I think I think there is going to be a second golden age coming back with a vengeance, and it's gonna it's gonna break through the, from the underground to to the top. You know, that's just my opinion because a lot of these guys that are into the trap and into the mumble rap, they're sleeping, man, and and, and they're gonna get left behind. Like I couldn't I, I couldn't stand when Lonzo Ball said that Nas was wasn't a relevant voice in hip hop, and I'm like, do you even know who you're talking about? You know, like this is a 19 year old kid in, in basketball. You know, selling five hundred dollars shoes. To to bring that up on a on a different on a different subject, like he 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 said that because that's what these kids are going into. You know what I mean? And I hate to say these kids because I remember I was one of those kids when my dad was like, "I hate your music. Turn right. it off. I don't want to listen to it." You know what I mean? And I kept listening. To it. <laughs> right, right. But but I actually was listening to an interview with some of these younger kids where they were doing a, a review of that dude. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Slim Jesus, the dude that does the drill time no, video. No, I haven't. Oh, man. If you get a chance and you want a good laugh, put Slim Jesus in YouTube and click the drill time video. You will laugh very hard. Um, but he, <laughs> I, I'm not even like, that dude is such a joke. It's It's ridiculous. Like, the dude makes ridiculous music. It sucks so bad, but... This kid's in here talking about, this dude's the future, this is the new uh, Yo Gotti, this is the new Gucci man, and all this. And I'm like, this kid's 16 years old and jumping around with a gun saying he's going to shoot you. How is this music? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, but, you know, that stuff was cool when it first started out when, when to, to try to gain a rep, but now I think that's kind of played out, you know, in my opinion, you know? Yes, it is. So, it, so I want to ask you real quick. Can, yeah, yeah. Can we get a, can we get an acapella flow to show the audience what Insult Uno sounds like? Uh, yeah. Can you give me one second and let me switch to my phone real quick because I'm on a Bluetooth headset real quick. Give me yeah. one second. No problem, man. And while he's switching to the phone, I just want to thank the audience for tuning in to True School Hip Hop. You know, we do this for the preservation of the culture. We do this to 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 showcase all four elements where where other hip hop stations, you know, only only feature on the MC or let's say the rappers because MCs and rappers are two different things. And that's not something I'm going to get into right now, but, but, but we feature not only MCs, but DJs, break dancers and graph artists. You know, I do this as a labor of love to, to, to put on the guys that I know that, uh, you know, again, might not be monetarily successful as far as the art goes, but, but are real heads, you know, and, and, and really do all their effort to show love and respect to help others out, man. These are guys that are hospitable. If you know them as a person, you come into their house, they're like, hey, you want a drink, man? You know, can I get you some water? Can I get you a soda? You know, hey, man, you know, you want to you sit down and break bread with us? These are the type of guys that I put on on this show, man. You know, guys that have helped me record for free, you know, uh, some, some stuff for my album. You know, guys that I've just chopped it, chopped it up with uh, for hours on end, just, just talking about the culture and the art and, and even about faith at times, you know, because... 
um, I am a I am a Christian MC, you know, and that's what I represent, and I do integrate that into the show. But but I try to leave it as an, a neutral forum, so that it's not just onto the Christian scene, but also hip hop as a whole and how other people view um, hip hop culture from their perspective, uh, Christian or or non Christian. You know, like I was telling Epidemic last night, I'll I'll, I'll interview a Muslim rapper or like an atheist breakdancer. It doesn't matter to me, you know. So. Let's go ahead and hear one of those uh those those flows you got there, man. I <clears throat> do you see what I see that monster staring back at me? My mental stability's out the window. Hence why we blow on the endo can't pretend no that it don't save me on the real low. That's why I say kill bro. Coming on that five oh five murder music can't confuse it. And so Uno's back on his grind. I'm next in line to shine out the duke, ready to juke you for your loop. No need to shoot because I stay with positive vibes. I'm not the type to fight. I could freestyle all night, but these balls be coming hard. It's the boy coming extra large. The white boy with the murderous flow. Everybody know I be killing it on the top. Cream of the crop, never gonna stop. Five oh five until the day my casket drops. Yeah, yeah, that's insult uno, yo. Yo, don't sleep on insult, man. And I, I, you know what? Thank you for being on the show, man. I really appreciate you, dude. Mad love, bro. And 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 good, you know, I just I just pray blessings over your family, man. And 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 that that he, you know, God helps you with their finances and and keeps your family safe, man. On, on the real, bro. I do appreciate you. And uh, just a real quick shout out. Shout out to John C. First off for giving me the interview, man. I do appreciate it. You are one of the original heads of hip hop, bro, and I do respect your craft and what you do, man. And I do appreciate you putting me on. Um, shout outs to Truth. Shout outs to SHC. Shout outs to Stoner Jordan. Um, shout outs to man. I could go. The list goes on, but shout outs to everybody in the 505 <laughs> doing music. Shout outs to Diverse. Shout outs to all the cats that are going on tour this next month. Shout outs to Skater J. He's about to out- drop an album that's going to be released. So y'all keep a lookout. New Mexico's coming up. We're not going to stop. We're bringing the real hip-hop back, whether y'all like it or not. Yep, and and where can we get some of the footage of your battles again, some links Uh, coming soon? Honestly, honestly, the easiest way to find my music, get on Google, put Inso Uno in. My SoundCloud will pop up. My YouTube videos will pop up. Um, If I'm not mistaken, I have, I don't know if it's still up or not. Don't quote me on it, but I still have a Bandcamp page that's up with a bunch of my older tracks, too, if y'all want to check those out. But if you just put Insol Uno in, you should be able to find all of my music on uh, YouTube and Google, man. Yeah. Thank God for Google, right? Thank God for Google. <laughs> I tell I tell everybody, I'm like, just Google Insol Uno because my links are so – I'm on SoundCloud, Spotify. We're all over, man. So I just I just tell everybody put Insol Uno in. You can't miss it. I'm the I'm the one and only Insol Uno. No other, no other, right. no that's other MC. Yourself, that's why you call yourself Uno. Yeah, yeah. So that's why you call yourself Insol Uno because you are the only Insol Uno. Yes, yeah, sir. You already know, and man, I do appreciate the interview, man. When you get the link up, let me know. I'm gonna y'all. We gonna we gonna get it rolling. I do appreciate you, bro. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. All right. We're going to wrap it up. You're tuned in to True School Hip Hop. I'm your host, Jonathan Constantine, Hip Hop Exorcist. It can't stop, and it won't stop. Shout out to the audience today for listening and tuning in. Let's keep it moving here on True School Hip Hop. Peace.